Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, Dr. Doom. Good morning. Good morning, Stephanie and crew. Hello. Hi. So I'm flying right after the show, and I have to tell you, I'm, as you know, I've had COVID, and I've been triple vaxxed, and I'm still nervous because of all the people that are, you know, as we've been talking about for a year now, unvaccinated in the midst of this Delta variant, which is so highly transmissible. And I, I get it that I'm more protected probably than most people, but... I also have PTSD from getting it last holiday season when I traveled to see my mom, and I don't want to get it again. But I, I you know, I just wonder. You saw Secretary Buttigieg said that they are. He was asked why aren't vaccine? Why is not vaccination required to fly? And you know, he basically just said we, the masking, and they think they have other blah blah blah. But I, I could not disagree more. What, what do you think about that? I, I agree with you. I think uh, at this point, it's time to start requiring uh, vaccinations wherever and whenever we can, including, you know, the, the federal government's got a lot of control over uh, over flying uh, the whole uh, industry. And uh, they could easily institute a vaccine requirement. And that would actually put a lot of people in the position of if you want to go wherever it is you want to go. You got to go get those shots. And that would make everybody, people like you who are vaccinated and need to go someplace, it would give you a level of comfort. And it's incredible to me that they won't do that. Yeah. They should do that. I, yeah. I, I don't get it how they can require it for international travel and people coming into the United States, but not domestically. Is it just political? Is it fear of this, you know, the idiot right wing backlash that would that would obviously ensue? Well, that might be a little bit of it, but what they're going to get is a tremendous amount of pushback just in general from industries, which is happening now. You know that in January, uh, the new rule is going to be instituted by the president, by the White House, that will require any employer with more than 100 uh, employees to have a vaccine mandate in place. And there's going to be tremendous number of legal challenges to that from some businesses and from some states and so on. So this is not it's not easy. It's not easy for the federal government to institute a policy like this. Yeah. It's not just the right wings. It's the it's the people who don't want to be told to get vaccinated. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the so numbers are so clear. You saw this latest thing, of course, from the CDC. The risk of dying from COVID is 14 times higher for unvaccinated people than it is for fully vaccinated people, according to new data. I mean, it's just I you're running out of things to say to people that choose to remain unvaccinated. And yeah. I mean, for instance, people like Jim Jordan, we have like Republican congressman who didn't divulge to anybody that he had COVID. You know, which is he makes the case exactly why there need to be mask mandates, because he apparently had it this summer and didn't disclose it to anybody. And this is what I'm afraid of. I'm going to be in an airport and on a plane today with people that didn't have to be tested, don't have to be vaccinated, could have COVID and know it or not know it. Right. Right. But you uh, you had vaccine and you had the natural disease. So your level of antibody should be really high and protective. But the other thing, uh, Steph, is for everybody to be very serious about masking yeah, and to be, uh, you know, careful and leave the mask off for the entire flight. Maybe take it off very uh, quickly to, to, to get something to eat and bringing your own food on the plane. I mean, there are yeah. things you can do to make sure that you in particular, yep. you personally are safe. And I think that's what we're seeing a lot of people oh, trying to do. I'm such a freak. I bring my food for the whole week. I'm so yeah. persnickety. But last time, and I'm you not do? making this Seriously? up. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Last time, the guy sitting next to me on the plane had a motorcycle helmet on and no mask. The mask was on his chin, but he did have a motorcycle helmet on. So that's... That helps. <laughs> okay. Um, so did you hear seven from this anti-vax doctors COVID conference fell sick within days to hear the fringe doctors who gathered at an equine facility because, of course, <laughs> for the Florida COVID summit earlier this month, ivermectin is as effective against the virus in humans as it is against worms and horses. I've been on ivermectin for 16 months. My wife and I, said Dr. Bruce Boros, I've never felt healthier in my life. Two days later, the 71-year-old cardiologist fell ill with COVID. I know I was going to leave you in suspense for a minute. Um, six others um, also tested positive or developed COVID symptoms within days of the conference. Uh, people are considering if it was a super spreader event. I, I know it's fringe, Doc, but what do you make of these doctors that, that are, are, are spreading this nonsense? Yeah, well, what doctors don't have immunity, immunity to is stupidity yeah. and ignorance and political extremism and there's plenty of doctors in the field who fit one of those categories you know and it's uh it's embarrassing as a physician to uh acknowledge that but the fact of the matter is you just because you get an md it doesn't mean that you have some kind of uh, stupidity antibody we should so. un- <laughs> we should understand that because i'm a radio host and so is alex jones so <laughs> you know i know you can't be responsible for everyone in your profession but yeah i mean you it's can't. not it's funny part of it boros remains seriously ill at his key west home he's uh how he's faring remains the question of why he became seriously ill in the first place if ivermectin is the wonder drug the anti-vaccine crowd claims it is i mean the problem is this probably will have no effect the guy that was touting the ivermectin and now is sick and could die with COVID. I mean, it doesn't seem to affect them that, that like he's just disproven their whole point, right? You know, ideological and conspiracy-based beliefs, like religion, basically, are very, very hard to break. And I don't care what profession you are, what your IQ is, there are people who just get fixated on a point of view and they're not going to change and it is it's terribly frustrating especially since we know that this this pandemic is not going away anytime soon and the cure really is going to be getting vaccinated yeah 
And by the way, we're not even talking about a booster shot. And we're just talking about this is a it's a three vaccine series. In other words, it's it's not a it's not a luxury add on here. This is getting that third shot is part of what we do to keep us all safe uh, from COVID-19. So, I mean, we got so many messages that are out there, too. That's the other thing, Steph. It's it's exhausting for people who are working in the field. And we, the general public. Yeah. and we have not, unfortunately, the vaccines have not outrun the variant. The variant has outrun the vaccines. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. You, you just said something incredibly depressing and doomy before we got on <laughs> air. You said you think we're going to be dealing with this for how much longer? Two or three years. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's going to be a long haul. And the reason is, there's a couple of reasons. One is vaccine resistance. And the other is, in places where there are low vaccines, and even more so, that's the case in places like Africa and mm-hmm. Southeast Asia, there you have the virus running rampant, mutating like it was going out of style. And eventually, those mutations will uh, get to you know, Europe and to the United States. And the big fear, I I just want to put a capper on this doominess because it's true. The big fear is that there will be a mutation that is resistant to vaccines. Yeah. And that is something we're going to, you know, people are keeping an eye on. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, we got to be, we got to be serious about what we're going to do to protect ourselves. This goes for the vaccinated as well as the non-vaxxed. Sadly, you are always right. You were the one that told us, just go ahead and get the booster (laughs) before. And we were, you know, uh, we already went ahead and did that, you know, because we felt like, look, we work in a work situation that we wanted. So, you know, I think that it's great that, you know, and then states obviously got ahead of really the FDA, CDC. So I'm glad they finally, you know, clarified it because it just, it seems like, I mean, Dr. Fauci is saying right now, fully vaccinated is still considered the two mRNAs or but I, I feel like clearly it's going to change. It's going, you're fully vaccinated is really going to mean with the booster, isn't it? That's exactly the case. It's correct. Uh, the problem is we have so many people who haven't gotten shot number one. Right. That talking about shot number three is, like I said, it, it is exhausting. And, you know, you don't know where to how, to how to put those messages out. If you're the federal government. Your focus still needs to be on people who are not vaccinated to get their first series, the original two. Yeah. Everyone else needs the three. And we're still working on getting the children uh, vaccinated. So, you know, can you imagine being the in charge of covid messaging in the White House? It's just, you know, you're constantly pulling your hair out. And, Doc, I thought of you um, with, you know, comments the vice president uh, made yesterday and also that the work you've been doing with SHARE to get people in underserved communities vaccinated. There was a great piece in The the Root yesterday, the COVID-19 vaccine reality no one's talking about, and it's in black and brown communities. 
And it, it talks about one man in particular that got COVID and didn't make it. He was 61 years old. He was black. He was unvaccinated. Uh, this sad story reverberates across America. He was not unvaccinated by choice. He was unvaccinated by circumstance. His wife got her COVID vaccine through her job in public transportation. He was a contractor on the south side of Chicago, faced significant barriers to getting his COVID vaccine, including a lack of transportation, access to care, the ability to take time off work. Um, and so that's what, you know, this whole story was about. Despite the widespread availability of vaccine, many still have difficulty accessing them through no fault of their own. A fact that remains especially true in the black and brown community. So that, I mean, so yeah. you're right. And those are people that haven't even had one shot yet, correct? Right. And, and by the way, it's crazy. It's, and this, it's alarming that we are not able to assure availability of vaccine in every single community every block in america it should be yeah. as easy as buying the morning newspaper that you just walk into some place yeah. and get a vaccine and theoretically the drug the drugstore chains were supposed to be uh, providing that but in some communities like you said it is just not working you know they have a special division and that's that's white COVID privilege oh, that's white that privilege too. going why don't you just go to your doctor right. or go to the cvs or whatever and yeah and, yeah yeah i mean this yeah. story real quick says policies that allow for time off school or work to get vaccinated mobile vaccination sites that bring vaccines to uh black and brown communities are a good way to start in the meantime it remains essential the healthcare community to remain aware of the disparities that persist and that's Correct. again part of the work you've been doing right exactly and um you know, it's just a, it's just a shame. And, you know, the thing is that Cher has been fantastic in helping to make that happen. But at the end of the day, it's going to take government to eliminate some of those barriers and make access to vaccine absolutely ubiquitous and easy and free. And yeah. if we don't do that, we're going to have these lingering problems in the communities that are the most vulnerable. It, it's it's kind of sickening. Can I just say, you, yes, you and Cher are doing fantastic work, and thank you for that. We had Soledad O'Brien on yesterday, and I loved, she retweeted someone that said, Vice President Kamala Harris to announce historic $1.5 billion investment to help grow and diversify the nation's healthcare workforce, bolster equitable healthcare, the stuff we're just talking about. And Soledad yeah. said, oh, huh, healthcare, this seems important. I wonder if it'll get the same focus that an alleged narrative of a feud will get. Well, the media is going to, you know, focus on an imaginary feud between Harris and, and uh, Biden, yeah. rather than saying, look what she just announced to bring parity in yeah. terms of, you know, healthcare yeah. and vaccinations in the, the black community. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, she's been put in a, in a kind of a terribly difficult situation again through no fault of her own she's she's a brilliant leader yeah. and has got a lot of ability to make things happen and the media keeps characterizing her somehow in a in a kind of a blood feud with the president of the united states which is absurd and uh you know just frustrating who needs that now you yeah know, we got exactly some real problems to deal with so thankful for you doc everybody says how thankful you are that you've literally yeah. uh, helped them and saved lives um so thank you happy thanksgiving uh backs up max mask up for dr red leonard this thanksgiving yes. thanks so much honey happy thanksgiving bye hey, you too bye guys all bye. right thanks bye bye